The most recent tangle between the United States and Iran somehow sparked rumors that the U.S. was about to reinstate the military draft. The incident did put the Selective Service into active mode, to dispel the rumors, that is. For an update on what's really going on at Selective Service, we turn to its director, Donald Benton. Mr. Benton, good to have you on. Hi, Tom. Thank you for having me. All right. Let's uh, talk about what happened in the last couple of weeks. You saw these rumors get started, and what kind of reaction did that spark inside the Selective Service? Well, at about 4 o'clock in the morning uh, last Friday, our one of our security providers notified us that we had unusual activity on our website. And what that translated to was a 450% spike in traffic on our website because uh, someone, somewhere, or several someones uh, in several places had put out uh, fictitious notices that the draft had been activated and that you needed to report. Of course, that concerned people, obviously. Uh, Totally untrue. Um, Nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, but nonetheless, when you start a rumor like that, people get concerned. And obviously our, our traffic spiked uh, significantly because people were coming to us to, to get clarification and find out if it was true or not. I guess it's fair to say most people of what would have been draft age when there was a draft don't even realize that there is a, a selective service necessarily. And I think there are means where most people are automatically registered, correct? Well, not automatically. It still requires action on an individual's part to do so. So you would know if you did. It's not something that just happens and you don't know about it. Uh, The law requires you to be willful and knowing uh, when you register. And, And so... Uh, we do that in a number of different ways. We do that with uh, 18-year-olds through the schools. We, we do that uh, with public service announcements and billboards and bus ads and metro ads. And So we try to keep the word out there. But there's a lot of folks that don't realize that Jimmy Carter brought back the registration portion of the Selective Service in 1983. And one of the reasons that was stated for doing so is to make sure that uh, when the Russians invaded Afghanistan, they were aware that just because we were an all-volunteer military didn't mean that we were weak, that we had 80 million men backing us up. And that was one of the reasons that the president gave for, for reactivating registration. Uh, we have never reactivated the draft. That would take a act of Congress to do so and a signature of the president. So uh, if that were to happen... Uh, we would know about it, I'm sure, way in advance. <laughs> a piece of history I didn't even know. And getting back to last Friday's incident, so what did you do? And how do you work to dispel that kind of almost panicky type of public reaction? Well, the, fir- the first thing we did was controlled and metered the traffic through our site. We've been upgrading the IT systems, as, as all of government has been, obviously under the president's uh, executive order on modernization. And so we, wouldn't you know this big spike in traffic occurred on the day that we were switching out one of our big router switches. And so we had to meter down the traffic and <laughs> slow it down to keep it from causing damage to the site. So if you try to get to our site uh, last week, uh, it was a little slow, never crashed, but it, it, that's because we kept it from crashing by metering uh, there, everybody was trying to crowd through the portal, and we made them come through one at a time in order to protect the site from crashing. Uh, we have, that switch has been replaced now. Um, traffic is still running high, about 300%, not quite as high as it was, and we're handling that traffic just fine. There's no problem with our website today. Um, but uh, 
we've been doing a lot of media, I can tell you that, just to make sure that people understand that uh, this is not true, that uh, these are all rumors, that the, the service has not been activated. We're speaking with Donald Benton. He is director of the Selective Service. And just for background, just remind us where the Selective Service lies within the federal bureaucracy and then what the director does all day. Sure. The Selective Service is an independent federal agency. So we don't work for the Department of Defense. We we work for the President of the United States. Um, We have uh, approximately 125 full-time employees. It's a rather small agency. Uh, we've had a very small and, and static budget for the last 40 years, about uh, 24, between 24 and 25 million. Uh, we were able to get a small increase last year to help with this modernization uh, that we talked about. Um, but it's a very small budget, about half the cost of one helicopter. And so it's pretty inexpensive if you think about what it does. We maintain, we register 2 million young men a year every year. And we have uh, over 80 million active uh, registrants. In fact, we manage the third largest database in the federal government. Uh, And so obviously with that comes a lot of cyber protections and things of that nature. We have a robust network of outreach to schools. We work uh, in partnership and very closely with the Department of Education, uh, as well as a number of uh, States and local governments uh, have, that have passed rules and laws. Look, there's a federal law that requires all men to be registered in order to be employed by the federal government. So if you haven't registered for the Selective Service, then um, you can't get a job with the federal government. Sure. And that's a big incentive. So Congress decided years ago when President Carter brought this back, and by the way, it's been supported by every administration since Carter brought it back, a Democrat and Republic, because, you know, uh, the safety of our nation is not a partisan issue. We, we register, like I said, two million a year uh, of young men. And there's a commission right now that many people may not be aware of. Uh, it's been working for two and a half years to determine whether or not women should be required to register. And that report is due to Congress by the commission in March of this year. That was a question I had because you mentioned a couple of times young men have to register. And I guess I would have assumed like a lot of people that at this point in history and social history that women would be part of the selective service, but not yet. It hasn't happened yet. As we speak, any woman can go to any recruiting station, Air Force, Navy, Marines, Coast Guard, whatever, and sign up. There are no restrictions on voluntarily signing up. But the law has not moved forward to uh, allow actual conscription, right? And that is what's going to be coming out in this report, uh, be either recommended for or recommending against. We're not sure quite what the commission is going to recommend, but we're anxious to see the recommendations in March, and I'm sure Congress is too. And then, of course, like all congressional commissions, it will be up to Congress to actually take action uh, if they intend to make any changes. Should the draft have to be reinstated, who makes that decision? Is that Congress or the president? Both. Uh, it actually requires the passage of a bill by Congress. If that were anywhere in the near future, there we'd be having lots of debates and discussions about it today. There have been none. There, there are zero discussions about activating the draft because, frankly, it's just not necessary at this point. And what sorts of information do you have on the people that do register, and how long is that information in the system? 
How long do they exist as eligible? Good question. When you register, you're required by law to register when you turn 18 or within 30 days of turning 18. You're also required by law to notify the service of any change of address. Now, we do our own change of address efforts as well, obviously. It's easier and better, and you're compliant with the law if you just go on and take 30 seconds to update your address on the selective service. But we update those addresses through national uh, post office changes and other methods on a fairly regular basis as well. So uh, if you don't notify us, it's likely that we have your new address anyway. But it is a law, and you are required to notify us if you have a change of address. What I found uh, remarkable was that no one had made any efforts at the Selective Service to collect emails in all of these years. And one of the very first things I did when I got there in terms of modernizing uh, was to put out a federal register notice that says we're going to start collecting emails, and, and we now uh, collect the last two million young men that have been registered have been registered with email addresses. So uh, we are well on our way to a more rapid way of communicating with uh, potential uh, registrants. And the records are live until people are, what, 21 or how old? Actually, the records stay live under current law. We're required to keep the records until age 90. <laughs> wow. Well, that and leads... I'm not sure why that is, to be honest, but that's the, the current requirement. Well, by the so... time World War IV comes, 90 will be the new 20, I guess, or something. <laughs> but that means, uh, could I get a copy of my old draft card, which somehow got lost along the way of life? You, anybody can go to our website at www.sss.gov and either register, takes about 45 seconds to register, or verify your registration uh, using your social security number. And yes, you can, if you're registered, you can actually print out a copy of your Selective Service card. Donald Benton is director of the Selective Service. Great having you on. Enjoy the conversation. I just really welcome the opportunity to help educate people and remind people that it's important that uh, young men register. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.